Days. Tan Talk. Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He has taught computer and information technology courses at several universities. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling for outplacement companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake B. Morin, and Pinellas Technical Education Centers. Gene earned an associate's degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a bachelor's degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, a teacher certificate from Westfield State College, and is certified to teach in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Florida. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1 866 826 1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Make the old people well. They're the ones who suffer and who catch Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Yes, the world's not going to get any better unless you and I do something about it to make it better. And in today's times, with the elections coming up and everybody talking about everybody or the politicians going back and forth, the world's not going to get any better unless people like you and I jump in to help make it better instead of looking at them thinking they're going to make it better. Part of the proof is you've had four, eight years. You've gotten four years older, eight years older. If it's gotten better, I'd like to know from you. I talked about that last week. But... I'm still going to stick with my guns and say the world's not going to get any better unless you and I do something to make it better. Anyway, I'm here tonight with uh, my, my my guest, Mr. Sean. Hello there, sir. How you doing this evening? Very well, sir. Okay, and my trusty engineer, Mr. Bobby. Bobby, how you doing this evening? Not bad. How about you, Gene? I'm doing just fine, 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 fine. We have a exciting show tonight that i think is exciting because i'm going to talk about some things i've never talked about on the radio before and and there are things that i believe could clarify a lot of misunderstandings that i think people have out there and a lot of things that you hear out there and so i'm going to talk about that and and to leave off to lead off with that i'm going to say this is the only show in america that I'm aware of that represents everyone who makes up our workforce. And, and when I see, when I say everyone, I mean everyone who works in this country. And that includes the veterans, the minorities, the people that are disabled. 
high school dropouts, ex-offenders, college dropouts, professionals, anyone who makes up our workforce, the African-Americans, which is what I'm going to talk about that. I'm just going to say minorities right now, but I'm going to stretch that out in a few seconds for clarification. And hopefully you pick it up and take it out there to the rest of the world so we know who we're talking about when we talk about these minorities. But anyway, it's anyone who makes up our workforce. You people that are immigrants in this country, you individuals that are transsexuals or or transgendered people, and even if you don't speak English, if you're in this country, I want you to know we recognize you, and I know you help make up our workforce and you're helping to make this country great. Anyway, so anyway, so that's what I want you to know. But in the statement that I in the statement I just got you mentioning about the people that we represent, there are some misnomers out there that I'm going to clarify. I have no idea how it has escaped our educators, media, scholars and all that sort of stuff. But I'm going to put in some clarification because it has a huge impact on how we see life and how we see the world. And I'm going to talk about that after the break. But I'm going to clarify what we have learned and what we hear from the media so that we know what target group we're talking about and we have some distinctions between making sure who we're talking about instead of including people that even... Even we don't know who we're including. Then I'm going to talk about a formula, which I give out on the show from time to time, but I gave a workshop this week on a formula. It's called a formula for successful and enjoyable employment and overcoming barriers. I'm going to provide some solutions to overcome barriers for all you job seekers out there that really think there are barriers out there. I'm going to provide some solutions to that. So you know what I said to this group here in Tampa and what you can probably use to go out there and get the types of jobs that you want. Anyway, so the show has a purpose. It has a purpose for our existence. And my trust engineer, Mr. Bobby, I believe he's got a little clip ready for me to run so I don't have to say the same thing over and over again. Okay, Mr. Bobby, let it ride. The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Okay, so now you know the purpose of the show. And I'm going to say if you'd like to call the show, we'd like to hear from you. The number to call is 727-441-3000. 
If you choose to send me an email, my email is theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. I will get back to you. If it's, if it's something that should be mentioned over the air, I'd be more than happy to throw it out to our listeners. Anyway, we're streamed live on the Internet. You can hear us or watch us, I believe, simply by going out to our website, tantalk1340.com. That's T-A-N-T-A-L-K. 1340.com, and you could actually see me do the show, I believe. And I want all you job seekers out there to see me do the show because I want you to see me. Because some of you really think we don't see you. We see you coming, we see you going, we see your scars, bumps, your color, your age. We see all of you. You heard my background, and so I want you to see how I look because somebody's been choosing me to do what I do. Anyway, it's time for a break, but we'll be right back. This is Gene Hodge with Mr. Sean and Bobby on the Employment Opportunity Hour, and we'll be right back. There is a company called Tempo Wireless. Now, everybody has telephone. Everybody got cell phone. But what we want you to know is there's a possibility where everybody can make money with their own cell phone. So if you got time and want something else to do, you're looking for a job or your own business, look at TayoSecretPhone.com and write this number down. This is the, this is the number that will set you free. 985093. And if you have a problem with that website, go to www.TempoWireless and you will get what I'm telling you right now. This portion of Employment Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Web Dynamics for You. Need a website? Web Dynamics for You are professional web designers who can handle all of your web services. Check them out at the website www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Or call them at 1 866 530 2135. Again, the website is www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Mention that you heard of them at the Employment Opportunity Hour and get a 10% discount. Parents, educators, and teachers, have you heard of the Thinking Academy? Are you interested in helping your children or students become better critical thinkers? Do you want a guaranteed solution to real educational reform? If so, get the new book called The Thinking Academy, authored by Professor David Martin and Irv Shine. This informative book describes real educational reform, how any school may become a thinking academy, how thinking strategies relate to Common Core in the curriculum, how teachers and parents can be trained, and much more. Would you like to have a school where thinking processes are behind the basics of all subject areas? To purchase the book or get answers to your questions, just contact Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email I-S-C-H-E-I-N-123 at cs.com. That's Irv Shine at 786-457-1755, or email ishine123 at cs.com. That's I-S-C-H-E-I-N-123 at cs.com. I don't know how I know. Look here. We'll help you find that purpose. That's what we're here for on the Employment Opportunity Hour to help you create your own opportunity. That's what we're here for. Anyway, I ended just before the break. I told you that this is the only show in America that represents all of the people who make up our population. 
and all. I gave you a list of names. One, one, one of the things I had mentioned there was minorities and something I've never had on the show, but I want to clarify something that I believe uh, is a misnomer out there. And so, so the first thing it's, I'm going to say it's ignorance. It's ignorance that comes from our media, meaning the things that you hear on TV from our TV hosts, our radio hosts, from our politicians. We talk about the term black and white a lot. I'm not from here. I'm from up north, so we don't talk about black and white that much. But it's in the forefront here since I'm down here in Tampa. I'm in the good old south. But I'm not going to talk about that, but I am going to talk about where this may have started. I'm going to say it goes back to our government. So I'm going to clarify government. I'm going to say it goes back to humans because humans come up with all this stuff. Anyway, if you go out to a website, it's called bls.gov. It stands for the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And type in table A-2. The table A-2 is broken down for employment purposes by the civilian population by race and sex and age and then there's some good data out there the difference is is that with people saying black and white and and this actually says it's broken down by race and so it has white then it has black or african-american and in I mentioned earlier I gave a workshop this week, and part of that workshop involved learning and how we learn stuff. And so, so when I got a chance to look at this thing about black or African-American, most of the news that we hear from our media, our commentators and our talk, host, talk show hosts, uh, they talk about black people, but I don't really think it's black people they're talking about. What we see on TV is mostly African-Americans. Now, our government says black or African-American, and I want to clarify something. The Africans come here, and they're black. The Caribbeans come here, and they're black. All the people from Southeast Asia, those places, we call them people of color. The difference is they don't have none of the social problems we have. And so I'm going to say through the ignorance of our media, and the individuals there, which I hope will stop, we've thrown those people into the bucket with all the people with all the problems. And that's, that's what I would call the, uh, the audacity to include them, and they weren't included. Now, I've had shows for veterans, for people with disabilities, for African-Americans, ex-offenders, and so on. I have not had a show for black people, and I'm going to have one. Because I want America to know there's a difference between being a color and a difference between being a race and who to look at and who to blame. Because they don't have the social problems we have. Now, later on the show, I'm going to give out some solutions. And one of the solutions is going to be how we can kind of get around that so we help everybody to increase our workforce. Now, that table, table A-2, it's broken up by white and this is black or African-American, which means our people in the government don't know which group they're talking about. And it has the Asian population. The Asian population has grown in this country, so they're part of this table. 
Now, there's another table. It's table A3, and that is broken down by Hispanic or Latino. Now, I don't necessarily know the difference between a Hispanic or a Latino, but I bet you they do. And so, so we have the ignorance of much of our politicians and leadership that are including that are including groups of people that maybe don't belong in the groups. Maybe there are some distinctions that need to be made because it impacts our workforce, but it definitely it impacts how we see some of these groups based on what the media tells us. So with your help, when you're around these politicians, I'd like to have you ask them what group are they talking about because it is not black people. It is not necessarily Hispanic. But the language that the government has is Hispanic or Latino, black or African-American. So I wanted to bring that out so that hopefully we can not include people that we don't see in the media in that group. And I'm going to have a show to ask them how do they feel about being included in a group. And they don't have no voice because the image we see is the image that we carry. That's the image that we learn. And it definitely has an impact on jobs and the way we see people coming in the door. <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to say that. The categories uh, that you're mentioning, though, Gene, <clears throat> is this under the, under the umbrella of being politically correct? I don't, no, I don't think it's under the umbrella. I don't think so because these, this terminology has been out there for a good 40 years. But to the political correctness, which I don't spend a lot of time on, but maybe I'm making it political correct right now. Well, but, but I wouldn't necessarily say it falls under that category. Well, let me just ask you this. Um, have you heard of the, the mainstream, quote-unquote, have you heard of that terminology? Where does that fall into this? It falls into humans coming up with stuff like this. It S- falls in. It doesn't fall in because the ignorance is not knowing the difference. So, so I'm not going to blame anyone because it's, it's what we learn. It's how we learn. We pick up stuff and we create stuff. So I'm creating a distinction that's right here in black and white. You can go out there and see it for yourself. I don't want to be included in something that, that I don't know anything about and somebody's throwing me in the bucket with everybody else. You know, so if I want to be a role model to job seekers, then I want to set the right image for the role model not be thrown into one where our media, it always shows a certain segment as if everybody's in that segment. Anyway, so I want to just make that distinction so that, so that we get clear on that. Now, if I stretch that a little bit, and I think I will because I haven't said this on the air either, when, we, when it gets to religion, part of this workshop that I gave, I said you can't look at somebody and see their religion. And so, so there are religions that exist on this planet, and the five top religions, I wrote them down somewhere, but basically Hindu, Buddhism, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. I can't look at you and know what your religion is. One thing I do know is that, that the, based on a lot of people's memories in this country right now, uh, there's a lot of focus on Islam. And there's a lot of focus on Islam as it affects 911 or attack on the World Trade Center. 
And I'm pretty sure if anyone has said it, I haven't heard it, but I'm going to say it. The attack on the World Trade Center happened to be a horrendous event. Well, I'm going to say it didn't have anything to do with a religion. It had to do with people who came from a country whose dominant religion was Islam. It's no different than the United States going into any other country where the dominant religion is Christianity. It has nothing to do with a religion. And through the ignorance, we've created a religious war that has nothing to do with nothing other than we have humans in this country of that religion that are looking for jobs. They make up our workforce just like everyone else. But the religion shouldn't be a part of it. It should be humans looking at humans. And so I wanted to state that for clarification because it is about understanding if you were in any other country on this planet, they would say the Americans, the Christian folks, they would not be talking about your religion. They'd be talking about Americans. And so, 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 so the religion has nothing to do with whatever's here, but yet our politicians, newscasters, educators have all sort of stepped up and pushed that out there. And I'm going to call that ignorance as well. I want to help clarify that. If I'm going to do something to make jobs, employment better for this country, I need to say something that separates this. And hopefully, hopefully it gets out because I want to change the way we see things. The people who are doing that, are they, is that illegal? I don't know if it's illegal now. I'm calling it ignorance because that's been around for 16, 15 years now, so no one else has called it. I'm surprised no one has said it has nothing to do with a person's religion. And this is 2016, and our conversations in the media, politicians got to do with a religion. It should be about the performance of humans because humans come up with all this stuff. And so, so anyway, so that's, that's what I wanted to clarify, and I wanted to get it out there because we need a workforce badly in this country. And the workforce is going to be made up of people from various places on this planet who come here because they have a different religion. And that is not wrong. Is what they have been taught is right for them, just like what we've been taught is right for us. It has nothing to do with performance. and nothing to do with work. But us blaming them and creating more problems than solving problems, that's the reason I'm putting this out there. I want to solve problems with our workforce so we can get stuff done. Our country is in dire need of expertise and growth and being the best that we can be. We can't be the best that we can be with people talking about your religion. Anyway, so I just wanted to put that out there because these things have been overlooked by some people. I have no idea how it seemed to have gotten that far. So I decided I'd step up to the plate and say something because that's what creating opportunity is all about. I see Bobby back there shaking his head. I don't know. I I was just thinking about Bobby. I was wondering if he had any any comment on that being. uh, When you're talking, Gene, about um, things like resumes, things like that, do you think that do you think that has an effect on your ability to to get the position if if you are are or even if you fill out an application aren't there areas on the application where you're you're um, you're questioned about your your category yeah. of mm-hmm. origin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah humans did that. But okay, so it's very important to understand humans did that. 
not just it just appeared. It's to understand people like you and me come up with this stuff. Now, I don't know the reason, but I know we come up with this stuff, and I also know it 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 has a huge effect in the workplace because maybe people make decisions on some of that stuff that they read. But isn't you know? it isn't it that was what I was going to ask Bobby? Bobby. Isn't there isn't there supposed to be um, uh, some sort of um, uh, Ill, isn't isn't that illegal to make those decisions? Because I guess, like Gene mentioned, the the, the nine one one thing. Okay, so if the nine one one, then uh, it sounds like you're you're saying that some people are associating associating uh, Islamic uh, or or people who are 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 into that religion as being somehow culpable for that event. Right, but let me, no, I'm just clarify, because uh, I know you're asking Bobby, we'll get to Bobby, I just want to clarify. Humans have come up with this stuff, and they are doing it through association. It's through learning. And anyone who is 10 years old in 2001 is now 26, 27 years old, believing what they have learned. Same way you and I use those words just as fluently with no no understanding of its effect on somebody else. We've learned to do that. Anyway, so he had a question well, for you, Bobby. you see, if you take applications in general, I, I don't, I, I mean, because I can speak from um, college applications, testing, um, all these different things where they ask about race, and I often, it, it makes you, every time you look at that, you say, why? Why is that, that, um, as an is an is an individual taking the test, or are we what, what who's who's getting what for? I mean, is there a right answer there when you uh, when you mark one or the other? I mean, it's it it's something that's puzzled me all throughout schooling. And so you're saying I mean, you've seen it? I've seen it. Yep. And um, I I I would assume with the you know job applications, that's the, the same question would arise there. Um, on a resume, I don't. No, on a, no, that, on a resume, I, I don't. I don't see. Uh, on a resume, you can't see color right, on a resume. Right, right. It's only it's a piece of paper in black and white. You can't see a person's religion. You can't see their age. You can't see their color, their race. You can't see their body language, their mannerism. You can't see none of that stuff on a piece of paper. So it's basically so, applications that you've seen this on. I've seen mm -hmm. applications yeah. and testing was the most because um, mm -hmm. I've done a lot of that. So academic uh, testing. Yes. Now, really. Now I am going to say. We are doing the best we know how, until somebody else comes along with a different way to get us to look at things. And so it's not wrong based on who came up with that stuff. It's, that was their understanding of the best that they could do at that time. All I'm doing is saying times have changed. We need to be more clear on how we look at the other people, period. That's all. I think at the bottom of an application, if I'm not mistaken, there's a statement at the bottom about being equal opportunity employer. What do you understand that to mean there? Because they're asking you, they're asking you certain questions, Gene. But they're not asking you anything. Someone came up with a form. That person is probably dead and gone. We're followers of the information. That's true. So I'm trying to make that really clear. See, it's not, 
It's humans who create this stuff, and the rest of us just fall in line and we follow. You can see that with the way the politicians dress. You can listen to words that they come up with, and we just follow. We're going to make America better. Because somebody said it. We just pick it up and you know, we start using it. Anyway, it's time for a break. I'm going to have, going to mention something about that in some of these solutions. But this is Gene Hodge with Bobby and Mr. Sean talking about just clarifying the language that we use to help our individuals to get jobs, starting with the information we get from the government. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Listeners, I have good news for you to help our entrepreneurs out who have appeared on the show. If you need business cards or web development or app development or printing needs or network security type work done on your system, I have the right contacts for you. Just send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com and I will connect you with the proper people to help you out. I look forward to hearing from you. Tell them that you heard about it on the Opportunity Hour. This portion of Employment Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Web Dynamics for You. Need a website? Web Dynamics for You are professional web designers who can handle all of your web services. Check them out at the website www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U.com or call them at 1 866 530 2135. Again, the website is www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U.com. Mention that you heard of them at the Employment Opportunity Hour and get a 10% discount. The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Right here in America, all this stuff is going on. But right here in America, I want to help you out there that are looking for employment to find jobs based on what it is that you can do. And one of the ways that you can do that is to help us to clarify language we use, things we hear, which we were talking about. Anyway, I mentioned at the start of the show that I I had given a workshop uh, earlier this week. It, it, it was called uh, the Hodgepodge Formula for Successful Employment, and it had to do with overcoming barriers. 
So I gave out a formula. I'm going to give out that formula out with you right now. The formula is, is having a knowledge of self, self-awareness. How did you gain and grow, gain your skills and abilities? Along with knowing how to present it once you know what you got. And how do you present it in a time frame that allows the listener to know what it is that you have and that you want to do. And then the third thing was to understand networking, understand your contacts and how you develop contacts so people can help you get what you want. And the answer is pretty simple because people have been asking you all your life, what do you want to do? I'm just trying to get you to say it in a way where they can help you get it. <laughs> but anyway, but there were some things that, that, that people were concerned with, and those are barriers to finding employment. I'm going to read a list of things that I came up with. Uh, that I share with the group, and I'm going to share those with you very quickly in case you have barriers centered around employment or not finding the job that you want or believing you can't find what you want and all that sort of stuff. Uh, first thing it says, recognize what you know how to do. Which is then funny. Find, you need to recognize what you know how to do because workplaces are all about performance, and so uh, when you can recognize what you know how to do, you may be able to recognize you have the ability to learn, which means you, which means you can get in front of anyone and say, if I was able to learn how to do these things, I can learn what you want me to do too. The second thing is, is to realize that people don't know you, which I just got you mentioning. We hear stuff from the media, TV, radio hosts, and politicians. We know about people like you, but we don't know you, which means the only way we can know you, you got to speak it, or you got to write it in a resume so we kind of get an idea as to who you are. And so in a resume, people write resumes for jobs. I don't know why. But resumes designed so you tell people who you are so they can think of many jobs that you can do. Anyway, the third thing I say is stop looking at job titles and qualifications. Now, look at job titles in order to find out how the terminology and job titles are changing, but don't look at a job title thinking it means something because you're going to look for what you are familiar with and stop looking at qualifications. The reason being is because you know people who got jobs that don't have them. And so if you already know that, quit trying to qualify for something that you already know. You know people who don't have qualifications, but yet they have the jobs that they're out there. So stop putting your focus on things that you've seen don't work out there for you. But the other thing I said, stop sending out resumes. And I was very serious about that to this group. I said, get in front of people first. The very things I tell you on this show, come look at me do the show. We see you coming. We see you going. We see your age. We see your scars and bumps. You got people lying on resumes about their age. You got HR people and trainers saying, don't put your dates on your resume. Don't tell people, you know, don't people what you want to do and all that sort of stuff. We know about people like you, and the worst thing you can let happen is have us think we know you from what we got, from what we learned from the media and all those other people. Number five is to tell everyone what you want to do. And the reason being is because people have been asking you what you want to do ever since you've been about three years old. Same question that hasn't changed. It has nothing to do with a job. It has to do with what you want to do. So they can help you do it. Next thing I said is recognize your network. That is, recognize the people you have in your life and have been around who have helped you grow and get old and do things. There's no such thing as you did it all by yourself. You've had people help you. Recognize your network is already there. All you got to do is go to them 
because they already know you. They know what you look like. They know your age. They know your work habits. They know you. And all you got to do is tell them what you're trying or would like to do. Let them go to work for you. Now, the next thing I said, use your resume as a tool to tell everybody who you are, which means after they've met you, you can leave a resume. So now they can remember you and look at all the details, but not to send it out as if they ought to know you when they don't know you. When you show up, that's when they're going to know you because they're going to see you, see your body language, how you act, how you treat people, how you talk to people. All that's going to happen in person. Anyway, uh, then the other one I said, get in, let's see, get in front of people first, which I just look at you saying. Recognize what we can't see on a resume. Like we can't see your race, your age, your color, your scars and bumps. We can't see how, how knowledgeable you are. We can't see how you treat people. We can't see any other of that stuff on a piece of paper that's the reason for getting in front of people as soon as possible and the last thing was eliminate words that have no meaning in a job search there's about 13 words i'm just going to mention just a couple of them because i'm available for seminars and all that stuff but some of those words like qualified qualifications skills talented professional employer all those words throw out of your vocabulary period simple as that because those words are words you should not use. You should use only your experience. As long as you talk about your experience, you're going to be safe. But more so, when you talk about your experience and how you gained it based on what the other people have chosen you for, that's going to equate to what level of experience we think you have. And that's something that's totally out of your control, but you need to know what we think of you. And then the last thing I have down here is is you are okay as you are, period. There's no such thing as there's anything wrong with you. We've been presented a world that has all these so-called ideal people get in front of us and tell us what we need to do, and then we try to go be like them. You're okay with what you are. You're okay with your color, your disability, your age, your scars, your bumps. You can't be equipped with something to go do. Learn to like you and we'll like you. Anyway, so those were some of the things that I have put out there uh, for people to have. I know it's time for a break. Anyway, but this is Gene Hart sharing ways to help you to find employment. And we'll be right back after word from our sponsor. There is a company called Tempo Wireless. Now, everybody has telephone. Everybody got cell phone. But what we want you to know is there's a possibility where everybody can make money with their own cell phone. So if you got time and want something else to do, you're looking for a job or your own business, look at TayoSecretPhone.com and write this number down. This is the, this is the number that will set you free. 985093. And if you have a problem with that website, go to www Temporal Wireless and you will get what I'm telling you right now. Hi, this is Gene Hodge. We have great news for you. We have the opportunity to promote the Employment Opportunity Hour and the Entrepreneur Opportunity Hour with support from you. If you have a business, a product or service that you would like to reach a greater market to increase your sales, visibility, and profits. We can help you to do that by reaching over 3 million people in the Tampa Bay market. 
If you have a need for a larger market, WTAN and the show can promote you up in the Little Rock, Arkansas market, as well as out on the West Coast in the Los Angeles market, reaching about 20 million people. If that's an interest to you, send me an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Or call WTAN and just ask for Gene Hodge. They will connect you to me. We look forward to helping to promote your business so that you can increase your sales, profit, and visibility. We can do that by you offering contests, by offering special promotions, by giveaways. And these are some of the ways that we can help you to attract the people that you're looking for. Again, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Send me an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. going to help you with that purpose you already know what you like to do that's your purpose going to help you find it and turn it into some enjoyable employment find it out right here anyway i was giving some solutions based on overcoming barriers that someone might have and i like to have you think of of what it is that you would like to have what it is that you desire uh, because there's there's a clip that I want, want Bobby to play. It's about now you, you have a way of overcoming some of the thoughts and barriers that are self-imposed that you put on yourself. I'd like to have you think about what it is that you desire and hear about this clip. It's by a person by the name of Alan Watts. You can find him out on YouTube. And this clip's about three minutes long. And so I'm going to let Bobby let it ride. What do you desire? What makes you itch? What sort of a situation would you like? Let's suppose, I do this often in vocational guidance of students. They come to me and say, well, uh, we're getting out of college and we haven't the faintest idea what we want to do. So I always ask the question, what would you like to do if money were no object? What, how would you really enjoy spending your life? Well, it's so amazing as a result of our kind of educational system, crowds of students say, well, we'd like to be painters, we'd like to be poets, we'd like to be writers, but as everybody knows, you can't earn any money that way. Or another person says, well, I'd like to live an out-of-doors life and ride horses. I say, do you want to teach in a riding school? Uh, let's go through with it. What do you want to do? When we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that and uh, forget the money uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing you will spend your life completely wasting your time you'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living that is to go on doing things you don't like doing 
which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. And after all, if you do really like what you're doing, it doesn't matter what it is, you can eventually turn it, uh, you could eventually become a master of it. It's the only way to become a master of something, to be really with it. And then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So don't, don't worry too much. That, that's, uh, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others in. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like in order to go on spending things you don't like, doing things you don't like, and to teach your children to follow in the same track. See, what we're doing is we're bringing up children and educating them to live the same sort of lives we're living in order that they may justify themselves and find satisfaction in life by bringing up their children, to bring up their children to do the same thing, so it's all wretch and no vomit. It never gets there. And so, therefore, it's so important to consider this question. What do I desire? What do you desire? What would you like to do? Start telling people. You used to tell people when you were three, four, five, six, seven years old, you used to tell people what you wanted to do. Many of you have gotten spoiled by the time you get out of college or high school and you go into the workplace and you're glad to have a job, you stop telling people what it is that you want to do. And I don't want any of you to get a job. I want you to get things that you enjoy doing. Sad part about it, you look at many people doing what they enjoy doing and getting paid, and you want to go get a job. Anyway, I started out the show by talking about the ignorance that I think that a lot of our news commentators, the things that we get from the media, from TV, our radio show hosts, uh, those types of people who talk about race in terms of black and white, not really uh, understanding what I think it is. I just think it's ignorance. I don't think none of it's intentional. But I also have some solutions, and I wanted to share those solutions with you in order to improve our workforce. And I'm talking about jobs and improving our workforce, meaning productivity, morale, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, One of them is learn about people different than you. Learn about their religions because it's not yours. When you learn about them, then you might have some respect for them. For the veterans, I gave a show on veterans about how there's a big push to hire veterans that's been going on at least eight years and for somehow we just can't seem to get it done and we're still talking about it but one, one of the things I mentioned that these the, the these HR representatives and some of these people whose job is to find jobs for veterans if you really want to make the ultimate sacrifice then give up your job and give it to a veteran because that would be the ultimate sacrifice it's, because we haven't been able to meet those needs in eight to ten years. We're still talking about it. <laughs> Same with people with disabilities. First thing is I have a solution for people with disabilities. I'm looking for anyone who has a disability that would like to go to work because the government had issued a proclamation or a law that says that 7% of our workforce is made up of minorities and I mean, I'm sorry, 7% of our workforce is made up of people with disabilities, but we don't have 7%. 
There are 600,000 jobs being made available just for people with disabilities. And so if you out there know anyone that would like to go to work, get off disability, I have a way to do that. I have a program to do that. I have access to people looking to help you. And so you can contact me by sending me an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. That's the opportunity hour at gmail.com. And I will definitely respond back to you. That is a huge door. And I'm trying to close these doors because I guess when people get serious, they'll get something done. Now the other one, uh, job fairs have job fairs for people with disabilities that have employers with jobs, meaning don't invite any schools because the schools are trying to get you into a program, just like they're trying to get their vets into another program. I already know you got skills and abilities. So have job fairs targeted specifically for people with disabilities from employers that are hiring people with disabilities. No, nobody trying to get you to go get more training. Let the person with the disability make that decision. And let's see. I also mentioned the difference between black and white, uh, the African-Americans, because the government uh, table A-2, it says black or African-American. I wanted to make a distinction. I'm going to say for all the African-Americans, go learn from the other black people. It's just that simple. If our programs have not worked for African-Americans in the past, go learn from the people who are black that have come from different places because they don't see any problems we have. Simple as that. Go learn from them. And let's see. Uh, anyway, so that's that's all I had to say as far as some solutions right now. Uh, Mr. John, did you have any? Yeah, I want you to elaborate on that. You made a oh, comment what? about what the African Americans or the you're saying go learn from other other black people. Can you kind of comment on that? Can you break that down? No, I started out the show by saying the Africans come here, they're black. The people from the Caribbean come here from black. The people from all the Pacific Islands, all those people, we call them people of color. They come here, they just don't have the problems. I'm not going to tell you why, because I got that in a seminar, but it, but the main reason is because they have a different system by which they have learned. So obviously, if the African-Americans, our government, our programs have not worked for that group of people, go learn from the group that has got it working because we're still calling them black people. So that's, that's how I'm elaborating. So, so, so we can get answers from people who, who, who are doing more in this country than what, what we're presenting for African-Americans in this country. So you're saying the government's yeah. painting with a broad brush then? Well, I'm not going to say government. The governments are made up of human beings. So the human so beings. saying that media and the mm -hmm. like are painting a broad brush, putting I'm them saying, in the same boat. Right, but I'm saying the humans are following what's been presented and they're speaking what's presented, which means they're lumping all of us into a, a, into a bucket that maybe we don't belong there. Because I, I find see. that very insulting to put people in a bucket, like being accused for things that you don't know why people are accusing you and you didn't do anything. Yeah, I see. <laughs> anyway, so I'm trying to make a distinction in order to improve our workforce. Anyway, so that's, that's because I know in my schools, they taught us people from third world countries were inferior. So we, we stay away from them. You know, so I don't know about in your schools, but they taught us if you weren't an American, you were less educated, less knowledgeable, less, less, less. That's part of our problem now in the world market. We keep thinking we are such better than everybody else, and I don't know if we are, we may be, but we don't need to tell people that. 
We need to demonstrate that so that they think we're the best and they want to come to us. And there's a lot of us coming. Anyway, so all I'm saying is that the people who are here already, there's something missing. So learn from the people who seem to have figured it out. And I'm pretty sure you haven't heard that on any network, but I'm saying it. Because I want people to get jobs. It's anyway, so that's what I wanted to say about that. Uh, try out some solutions. I got one announcement. In the Tampa Bay area, there's a job fair coming up September 15th. It's being held at the Yingling Brewery Conference Center, which is 11111 North 30th Street in Tampa. The zip code is 33612. And I'll be mentioning that on other shows because it's it's uh, out till September. It's being put on by an organization called Red Carpet Entertainment. So you can find more information out about it by simply going out to their website, redcarpetentertainment.org. And you'll see the posting for the job fair. And I'm going to be making a presentation there on, on how to write resumes as well. Anyway, so that's what I wanted to say. And I want to just clarify. So hopefully we can take this now and help what we hear out there in, in the media. Help to clarify what groups of people that we're talking about. You know, so Good that show. we can Good show. Good idea. We can combine us. Anyway, I know that the things that you do, you choose to go do them. You choose to go do all the things that you enjoy doing, have done, and all the decisions that you made, you've chosen it, so you have been doing it your way. difference is I want you to go do it your way to find what you want. <laughs> Try some of the things that you hear here on the show. Yeah. Go out and find out and call us back and tell us. Share it to help somebody else go find an enjoyable job as well. Because you have indeed been doing it your way. And we're out of here. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Bobby. All right. Next week. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen.